everyone. I'm Gilly. And I'm Elozier. And welcome to A, A Cast, Cast of, of Thousands. Thousands. Podcast about podcasts for podcast addicts like us. <laughs> and podcast newbies who want to get started listening to podcasts. Yes. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> one and all. One and all. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Yeah. I shouldn't have left you. Without a strong podcast. It's just, no. <laughs> Oh, just, no. right. uh, we're not re-recording. We're not recording over that. Apologies to the to the Can't. God Rakim. <laughs> I started it. So happy 420. Yay. We happy are not high. No, just on life. <laughs> That's right. And bad. Right. But if you are good on you, <laughs> please, by all means, uh, enjoy for <laughs> maybe maybe the podcast will be even funnier. <laughs> yeah, it'll be me like rocking back and forth in the corner. <laughs> uh, it'll be me being like, I can see the future. <laughs> oh, God. I need to go back on my medication. That's what we're like stoned yeah. in case you missed that. It's not fun. No, it's not good. <laughs> but everybody who can enjoy it, please do. Legalize it. <laughs> Indulge legalize it. <laughs> you know go back and do some of the uh, retroactive work that needs to be done for decriminalization which hasn't been done yet so please no kidding <laughs> you know uh, yeah. i was thinking there's a billboard on the highway about the amount of tax money that would be brought into the state if pop were legalized <laughs> and i was laughing and i was like yeah but that would screw up your prison industrial complex mm-hmm. but I'm trying to think. Balance the moral stakes there. Let's get people out of prison. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm picturing like the dare billboard that was probably up there 20 years before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did dare stand for? Because there's a like the social justice group here in Providence called Direct Action for Rights and Equality. Yeah, that's not what and it I know, No, no, but I know it was like dare to stay off drugs, but right, D-A-R-E but were, yeah, stood for something. Some drug something resistance awareness? education, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, drug awareness resistance education, I don't know. Uh, um, yeah. Well. Oh, 80s propaganda. <laughs> I think we need to thank everyone who's listened so far, not yes. individually. <laughs> Starting with the A's. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you all so much for the show and episode recommendations. Yes, those have been fantastic. We've gotten a lot of great ones. I checked out The Dropout, which was recommended to us. And yeah, that was fantastic. I yeah. don't know any, uh, made aware of a bunch of other ones I hadn't uh, heard about. What, Query was one of the ones yeah, that came Yeah, Query. Up. Yeah, yep. yeah. From Kelsey. Yeah, and, um, thank you, Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I I like queer. I'll talk about it on another episode for sure. And then I'm trying to remember. I I said it before the episode, the one about the Isabel Stewart Gardner Museum Heist. Last last scene. scene. So um, our friend Deb and Kelsey both recommended that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I haven't hit it yet, but I know it's going to be one of those where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to let this keep playing. Totally. So. So we, we've been gone for a little bit. I was traveling, and mm-hmm. I didn't listen to a single podcast when I was traveling. Bravo. Well, you had too many good things to see. Very do. weird. It was <laughs> You're going through withdrawal over there. I kind of I, – I, yeah, I kind of was. Well, good thing you were traveling where they have nationalized health care. So. That's right. <laughs> I know. I could get – lie down, lie back in the bed, put these headphones on. <laughs> we need 20 cc's of <laughs> – Guardian podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to 
say a little bit about format changes or are we just going to oh, yeah, yeah. have format changes and not tell people? Well, now yeah. they know because I'm <laughs> of all our, uh, we could cut it out. our many episodes before. We don't want to throw you off balance by <laughs> all switching four of our it episodes. up. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. So now well, we figured in order to you know, kind of trying out a bit of a new format. So this part's the intro, obviously, but we won't be introducing like this every episode but we figured just to kind of give a digest version at the beginning of essentially well basic we're going to break it up into like three sections so the first section would be the sort of tldl too long didn't listen digest version and uh, each of us listeners can... digest <laughs> yeah, there we go with uh yeah stories about country roads and, you know <laughs> A little bear in the woods. Um, no, um, the lighter side of life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So that section will be like fifteen minutes or yeah, so. Yeah. So that way, if you just want to get our recommendations and move along with your life, yeah, that's great. We'll keep that piece moving, so you can just get in, get out, and start listening, and then. Uh, from there, a deep dive in which we look at a particular episode or episodes, a show or or even topics that were particularly interesting or relevant to us in the you know preceding weeks or whatever. Yeah. So each of us, I think, would have like a sort of deep dive segment. And that would be the one that kind of goes on a bit longer. We'll yeah, if you're into banter yeah, or, you yeah, know, laughing on jokes. You're like. our friends or relatives. Really. <laughs> you just want to hear our voices and make sure we're you doing okay. Us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could stay tuned for that. Part. Yeah, and then the last part is kind of the non-cast part. So that's um, non-podcast stuff that's been important to us in yeah. recent weeks. So I think it's kind of like the deep dive and the non-cast can maybe yeah. lead into each other. Yeah, but totally. um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, we'll, we'll see try how it, it goes. Out. That's yeah, right. yeah. And again, well, uh, we'll give you the contact information at the end, and you can let us know how we're doing. Sounds awesome. Cool. Yeah, because if you if you review our podcast, maybe we'll read your review on the air. Who doesn't <laughs> love a fleeting moment of fame on a podcast? Yeah, get your 15. And actually, well, that goes back to the recommendations, too. We definitely yes. please keep sending us your recommendations and also let us know why you recommended, why a particular episode sure. or a particular show impacted you, how it kind of really uh, hit, you know, hit home for you. And yeah, if and let us know if you uh, wouldn't mind us sharing it and sharing your name on the episode. So we'd you were going to say on the air. Yeah, I was going to say on the air. <laughs> You're on the air live. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> the quiet storm. <laughs> <laughs> Delilah. Do you know Delilah? No. Oh. Well, we can maybe we'll save that for the the deep dive section. I can't believe it. It's such a great thing to get to tell you. Um, (laughs) So I, not to be gimmicky, but Mm -hmm. for this first time we're doing the TLDL, Too Long Didn't Listen, I'm going to set a timer. Oh, God. Um, (laughs) So when you hear the chimes, that's the end of the whole section. That's the end of the whole thing. Or do you want me to set a timer for like no, no, no. Two and a half minutes per. No, nah, we can do because that's going to be a lot of timers. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So we'll just right. do the whole thing and then, yeah. All yeah, right, we'll see. We'll okay. see if we can get in under the wire. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Whoever is going on too long owes the other one coffee. How about <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Right on. All right. I'm hitting start. Okay. So you want to go first? Oh, the pressure's on. <laughs> yes. uh, sure, I'll start. 
So I listened to an episode of This Podcast Will Kill You, which is a podcast on the Exactly Right Network. It's two disease ecologists and epidemiologists. (laughs) They are both named Aaron. So Aaron Welsh and Aaron Allman Updike, both Mm -hmm. PhDs. Mm -hmm. So it's great. They talk about a different disease every episode. And this one was about measles. Nice. Yeah. Nice and scratchy. Were you like itching and putting on Calamine lotion I wasn't. I wasn't. It was a lot of stuff about the history of measles. Mm -hmm. So, you know, where they think measles started, which Mm -hmm. was um, Sumeria and the Tigris-Euphrates River, probably in 300 BC, Mm -hmm. how it's more contagious than Ebola. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we should be super freaked out by it. And then... And were birds involved? (laughs) I don't remember birds being involved. But one of the really cool stories that was kind of embedded in the podcast was about how Louis XIV lost a king of France. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He died and he lost his son, his grandson, and his great-grandson all to measles. Mm-hmm. So Louis the Fifteenth, mm-hmm. who was his great-grandson, had to become king at the age of five. Oh, right. The son king. Yeah. 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 And then his bad spending practices led mm-hmm. to the French Revolution. So, so in some ways, if there were no measles... We wouldn't have had the liberté, égalité, fraternité. We. <laughs> And then they kind of get into like how the measles was isolated, how the vaccine was identified, how the vaccine was tested, which Mm -hmm. gruesome, like shitty behavior, you know, colonialism, grossness. And then, of course, into the the stuff now about measles, measles, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of getting eradicated and then it's come back to life. And why? (laughs) You miss me? And there was an outbreak in Disneyland, which I don't remember reading about, that caused 147 cases of measles. Yep, I heard about it. It was super interesting. Yeah, oh gosh. And as of mid-February, there were already 130 cases of Mm -hmm. measles in Mm -hmm. this country. And so, this country being the U.S. So that is outrageous. And the whole reason this was one I chose to listen to was Mm. that when I was coming back from my travels, there was a big monitor in the Boston airport that had pictures of measly skin and, you know, (laughs) kind of alerts. Like if you've done this or walked here, you know, you need to make sure you're not bringing measles in Mm. because that is how cases of measles get into the country. They come in through countries where people aren't aren't getting as many vaccines vaccine. and then they come here and then people who are not vaccinated yeah. contract measles. So anyway. our country is not one of those countries. Hey, <laughs> good job. <Mary. laughs> so All right. get your vaccinations yes. according to me. Mm-hmm. It's funny when you mentioned this thing can kill you. I was thinking of the end of the world podcast for, for you know, there, there's a different one oh. uh, I think it's on the How Stuff Works net, network but it's the end of the world I think it's called the end of the world yeah anyway it's uh, also doom and gloom and mm-hmm. <laughs> happiness and sunshine the thing is they're, they're yeah. so excited about mm-hmm. science and disease and yeah. how how your body kind of deals with disease, mm-hmm. fights it off, figures out. So the, the, there's one about rabies that I talked about with yeah, you once. Right, right. And that one's fascinating too. Yeah. So no, I've been dying to listen. Well, yeah, it's great. But- <laughs> and and there, yeah. so it is a weirdly lighthearted podcast, even though it's leading with information <laughs> yeah. about terrible diseases. Right, right, right. Mm. Right on. All right. Cool, cool. Oh, back at me. All right, cool. And uh, yeah, I was like chiming in and interrupting your flow. So. That's okay. Right. I'm taking my jacket off and 
okay. used to hear a little rustling sound. <laughs> rustle, rustle, rustle. All right. I'm going to make up some ground here and be real quick. <laughs> so one of my favorite episodes since we last spoke was 99% Invisible on, it was uh, called Palaces for the People. Their episode 346, which released on March 19th, 2019. And 99% Invisible is on the Radiotopia Network. It's hosted by Roman Mars. And his guest uh, actually interviewed and then discussed a book by Eric Kinnenberg, who wrote the book Palaces for the People, How Social Infrastructure Can Help Fight Inequality, Polarization, and the Decline of Civic Life. So essentially talking about libraries and the power of libraries in communities as, you know, a form of social wealth and a space for doing not just, you know, education and being, uh, you know, a part of a community's academic life, but also being a strong part of the civic life, Mm -hmm. being a key part of a community's social infrastructure, especially Mm -hmm. as you consider services for the homeless in trying to find, you know, services or to be able to use a clean bathroom Mm -hmm. and and, uh, and for people who are seeking jobs, especially people who have been released from prison and Mm -hmm. finding out, you know, starting to apply for jobs, finding out about programs and so forth. So interestingly, a lot of librarians have had to adapt their skill set to be able to service sure. communities that are you know, seeking this kind of this kind of help, these kinds of services. And in fact, social workers in some cases have been or, so, or positions for social workers have been established in libraries That's to, great. yep, exactly to do intake and to set up uh, all kinds of different things. So it was a really, I mean, it was a fascinating conversation, and I mean, <laughs> I was sitting there listening to it, thinking, man, I, <laughs> how do I get in on this? <laughs> you yeah. know, because yeah. it was just really moving, and and especially in looking at how. You know, we're talking, you know, we're in an age where you have this great divide in terms of the wealth divide. And you look at a similar time where public libraries were established or were helped to uh, be established by the tycoons of the day like Carnegie and right. so forth. And, and and to consider that uh, for Carnegie himself, uh, I, th- I believe the expression of palaces for the people, you know, that was uh-huh. that that came from him and his. And so in terms of that sort of idea of philanthropy as really creating wealth and social capital for community. So unlike, say, the Sackler family, which is, you know, putting their names on galleries and so forth on the back of the opioid epidemic, but, you know, in a way that balances out as sort of a money thing (laughs) or it has a strong financial benefit for them as well. So versus, you know, really, again, creating social wealth and and, and, and creating a lasting, Mm -hmm. you know, this is a generational social good that sure. uh, has been established. I mean, you know, yeah, we can get into the Sackler family stuff <laughs> later because <laughs> I have more to say about that. But th- that was just a fantastic uh, listen. And so I ended up going ahead and getting the book. So I'm that I'm due to start that book. Too. Did you take it out of the library? I didn't take uh, it out of the library, but I did go back to the library and make sure that my I'd returned my all the books that I had. I think <laughs> I had one that had been on loan for way too long, so I made sure to make amends. <laughs> so thank you, PPL, for being there for all of us. And yeah, yeah. So I'll be borrowing more books in the future. Yay! <laughs> and I love not keeping libraries. them way too long. <laughs>
So my second recommendation is an episode of Call Your Girlfriend. And this is an episode where the hosts handed over the mics to Kelly Dawson and Emily Ladeau, mm. two writers who also have physical disabilities. And the episode mm. title was Demystifying Disability. Mm. It's from yesterday. I think really? it came out yesterday. So, you know, just telling their own stories, their own experiences about moving through the world as disabled people, people, mm -hmm. um, they both have visible disabilities. Mm -hmm. You know, the disability community is the largest majority in the world. And in the U.S., it's like, I think a quarter of people in the U.S. have some kind of disability, yeah. whether visible or invisible. Mm -hmm. And you can join that community at any time, which is what they right, were saying. Like, right. you never yeah. know what's going to happen. But they had a lot of humor and a lot of seriousness, you know, mixed together. You know, there was some, like, my wheelchair is not your coat rack mm -hmm. moments. And, oh, yeah. you know, I did a lot of thinking about if we were going to have a party at our house, yeah. our house is not accessible, accessible even though Kai and I both have disabilities. Like, mm -hmm. if his yeah. MS progresses to the point where he needs to be in a wheelchair, right. we right. are going to have to move yeah. <laughs> or do, or we'll, you know, re huge renovations. Yeah. And so yeah. I, you know, I took the head earphones out and I was like, oh my gosh, you have to listen to this podcast. And then it turns out that Emily Lodeau has her own podcast called The Accessible Stall mm. with someone named, I don't know this person, but his name is Kyle Kachadurian. Okay. And his his Twitter handle is like not a Kardashian. It's a similar <laughs> Armenian name. Um, but their podcast seems great. I listened to part of an episode. Nice. I think it's a really useful podcast for people who both are disabled, mm -hmm. people who want to learn more about being an ally to disabled yeah. people. Well, and yeah, I'm excited about yeah. a new podcast. Nice. So well, highly I mean, recommend. Awesome. And uh, I'll definitely check that out. I think a lot, well, I think about it a lot with my work as a web developer and trying to make sure that, uh, you know, have right. more work on sites and, you know, do things that will hopefully make it uh, uh wai uh what's the uh compliance code i think aria compliance mm -hmm. so it can be used yep. with bobby and those uh, uh reader services Dragging. yeah yeah and yeah just kind of thinking more and more be with with so many resources being moving to online being digital mm -hmm. you know how do we accommodate you know the different ways that people are going to need to interact with them, right. especially when you're talking about like government services yep. or benefits, education, education services. services. I've done know. some work on things like that um, because I work at a university mm -hmm. and in IT. But I, you know, I was thinking when I was listening to the podcast, I'm like, oh, we have to put transcripts up of our episodes if we want to, mm -hmm. you know, actually be accessible. Yeah. yeah so yeah, just things, even when you're like, I'm doing my best. It's like, well, yeah, yeah. you have to start somewhere. Yeah. And also like there's, you can always do better. So, yep. you know, yep. Yep. so awesome. I'm, I'm making a little note of that. So. Yes. Yes. Anyway, well, on. Back to you. Okay. All right. And uh, checking the timer. All right. Back to you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get keep this rolling. Oh, so, oh, oh, okay. Go. Okay. We're gonna, <laughs> all right. So quick one. Strong songs. The Strong Songs podcast hosted by Kirk Hamilton, who I feel like I've heard on other shows, but I can't specifically recall. But he's a writer, musician, and just a uh, you know art or <laughs> music scholar. And he has a show, Strong Songs, which he focuses on a particular song and mm. talks about like you know how it was made the th some of the theory behind it so similar in a way to a podcast i mentioned before the sample study yeah but this is about 
music of all kinds. So it can be pop music, jazz, whatever. Hmm. So actually, so this episode was Monin with by Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers. So it was the first episode he did specifically about jazz. Hmm. Which, as it turns out, was his area of study when he was, you know, first, you know, going to school for music and stuff. So he did a deep dive into song moaning. You know, if you've ever heard that, you, you might. You, you, I bet I'd know it if I heard you'd it. You'd know it if you heard it. So by singing aside, just go uh, <laughs> online and check out uh, Moaning because it's a classic Art Blake and Jazz Messengers, classic bebop group from the late 50s onward or through the bebop era. So, yeah, that was from the 1959 album of the same name. And the reason it struck me was that, you know, people often ask like, ah, you know, I kind of, you know, I've only listened to a little bit of jazz. Or I really mm-hmm. don't know how to get into jazz or whatever. And this was one of those episodes that was like, all right, you want sort of an on-ramp into jazz? Listen to that. There you go. So um, because you get some of the music theory behind it, you get to a bit of the history of the group. And just it was cool to think about these young guys, you know, cats and they're in their 20s. I think uh, one of my favorite trumpeters, one of my favorite musicians was on, on the record from the first Lee Morgan. And he was, I think, 19. Oh, wow. um, he was either 18 or 19 on this record. And, you know, just a kid, like a sprout on this incredible landmark record. Mm-hmm. So to think of these guys doing this genius work at mm-hmm. such a young age, it's like, oh, right on. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> and, great. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, whoop, there's our. Uh, <laughs> So we each got to two. Two. Uh, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> we'll have to save our other ones for the next episode, or do we want to squeeze them in? <laughs> hmm, I'm not sure. Well, I'll say that we're just starting out, so let's give ourselves slack, the slack and give the uh, two episodes. We will do a quickie. Each of us will do just a lightning round for the last one. <laughs> okay. Well, this is my new to me. Oh, this is your new to me. My oh. last one. Oh, okay. Great. Sure. So why don't we do our new to me's and that's perfect. That's it. Is Perfect. that okay? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. We're doing our, you know, good negotiation skills right here. <laughs> so the new to me is not a podcast I would have listened to without a recommendation from my friend Jim. Mm-hmm. It's called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. <laughs> and I was like, does Conan O'Brien need a listener? Because I don't think he does because he's got enough people who are into him. Yeah, I think, yeah, people have kind of heard of him. <laughs> yeah. Then, you know, Jim recommended it and I was like, oh, I'll give it a listen. So the concept is that he doesn't have friends because he only hangs out with the people who work for him. Uh, and he hosts with uh, – in. in you know, kind of in partnership with his assistant, Sona. Mm-hmm. She is very funny. I like their dynamic. There was this like funny bit about him needing something and her, you know, texting back to his request with, I'm making a bagel right now. And mm-hmm. so then they had a big back and forth about the bagel. Right. And, and, you know, Conan O'Brien, I think, is the only talk show I've been to live. And mm-hmm. that was because my ex-girlfriend's ex-girlfriend was I think in a PA there or something. So she needed a seat filler. Maybe she was actually a a producer. Anyway, so she needed seat fillers and we like stopped by. So in my mind, I'm like, Conan O'Brien, like, 
caked on orange makeup and like you know because he's really like you know fair so they cake that stuff on but I guess he even talks about that on the podcast and jokes about it (laughs) Um, so the two episodes I listened to one his guest was David Sedaris Mm. and it was great a great I mean I love David Sedaris and yeah yeah, he talked about his latest book Calypso and how he almost fed a tumor to a to a turtle or I guess a tortoise. Well, you have to listen to the episode to know more. <laughs> I guess And I how will. his beach house is named the C-section, S-E-A. <laughs> so good. And then I listened to one with Kristen Bell, who I just think is so charming and great. And mm. if we haven't, you know, talked up The Good Place, oh, yeah, it's yeah. a great show. Yeah. And Veronica Mars, just love her. Mm. I've definitely talked about, it's weird, I've talked about Kristen Bell multiple times. But it was, you know, just really good banter. It, it's kind of a lighter weight podcast. And yeah. so I'd listen to two episodes and then he has episodes that I haven't heard yet. Um, I think he recently did one with Michelle Obama. Mm. There's one with Lisa Kudrow, Wanda Sykes. So I'm excited to, you know, it was a perfect kind of like, I think it was baking something. So yeah. it was like a warm podcast you're mm. listening to while you're doing something warm. Yeah, some high profile friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I was like, all of these friends are very famous. Way to go. You're moving up in the world. Okay? <laughs> yeah, keep it up. <laughs> and, oh, nice. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Especially, you know, feeding a tumor to a turtle. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's wild. It's, um, it's, and even more gross and bizarre and funny. Story. <laughs> he yeah. truly is Amy Sedaris's brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So quick lightning round of new to me's. Huh. Okay. There's the before breakfast podcast and I'm really doing the lightning roundish thing here because I'm not even like sure of the uh, hosts and stuff. <laughs> so that can to. all go in the show notes. That, that will go in the show notes for sure. But just to give a, the episodes themselves are like quick five minute sort of listen to it in the morning. Laura Vanderkam is the host and she basically, it's kind of a sort of Dear Abby, like advice-ish column or advice sort of uh, quick five minutes on, you know, work life and just, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, de-stressing, being productive, making meetings more efficient. Oh, that's that, nice. Yeah, really kind of snapshots uh, and not and, – and the beauty of it, it's not – it's – I guess it condenses advice from uh, different places, mm-hmm. but it it really doesn't feel gimmicky. It really feels uh, grounded. It's mm-hmm. coming from real sort of knowledge of the you know of you know workplace and dyna- you know work dynamics and mm-hmm. you know that that you know sort of professional life challenges <laughs> and uh, you know it's uh, it's uh, I believe on the house is it yeah it's part of the iHeartRadio network. Um, uh, heard about it advertised through other programs on that and yeah it actually was uh yeah it turned out to be really good and before again before breakfast before breakfast and i can handle that at like five minutes of like yeah. you know that sort of sometimes i'm like i'm not listening to the daily for 20 minutes because right. it will just make me sad at yeah. the beginning of the day <laughs> i'm gonna look i'm gonna read the new york times yeah. like as i listen to a podcast on my way into work mm-hmm. on the bus so i'm not gonna listen to the daily while i read the new york times yeah that's yeah that, that, those episodes get really pretty heavy yeah, <laughs> yeah. they do yeah, yeah, as life is that way right now <laughs> but, but i uh, could maybe handle yeah. five minutes of, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i had two more okay. real real quick one 
is the way I heard it, hosted by Mike Rowe of Dirty Jobs fame. Mm. And he basically tells it, just Mike Rowe telling a story. And again, it's a sh- usually a short one. The episodes are uh, between like 8 and 12 minutes, kind mm-hmm. of thing. The episode I listened to was about George and Elizabeth, who in the turn of, you know, a couple in the 19th century whose uh, explicit love letters got published <laughs> by what? mistake. Um, by mistake? Yeah, they were stolen what? from George, then published and scandal ensued. Then George went off to war, and when he passed on, Elizabeth uh, told his story and made him uh, famous. Told his story in a way that stretched the truth a lot because that George turned out to be George Custer. And, oh, my battle. gosh. <laughs> and his, uh, as we know with uh, the Battle yeah. of the Bighorn, yeah. He, his hubris rode his, he rode his company in and they what got the slaughtered. <laughs> um, so anyhow, that was a little unknown story about them that, you know, eight minutes of uh, his uh, synopsis of it. Oh my gosh. It's really fantastic. <laughs> so yeah, worth checking out. I gave away the punchline for that particular one. I'm sorry, but, uh, but it's worth hearing him tell it. So, and the other one real quick. It's called How Sound. I'll post the host and the details of it in the notes. But the most recent episode was called Nuggets, and it was actually about podcasts and different elements of podcasts that the host really enjoyed and that really kind of showed you know if ways in which podcasts connect and resonate uh, with listeners. So, Sweet. Yeah. Nuggets. Nuggets Aww. on How Sound. So, yeah. All right. That's it. <laughs> All right. Guess what? We did that whole thing in 30 minutes. Woo-hoo! So, you know, if you got to go, bye. <laughs> but now uh-huh. it's time to deep dive. All right. Deep dive. Blug, blug. Put your, Put on your what do you, scuba nose gear. <laughs> clips. What do you call them? Uh, nose. Yeah, your, your clothespin on your nose. <laughs> yeah. I'm and just your, thinking, like water, water. We, we wouldn't be able to do a deep dive. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't be able. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, we have to. We have to yeah. get the scuba gear, the old timey scuba gear with the yeah, yes, <laughs> with the pump, the, pump. <laughs> the bevel, <laughs> the bellows. <laughs> Actually, my great uncle used to, you know, he used to be an arc welder. And, what? Yeah, yeah, that's was, cool. Uh, and uh, so, report repairing oil tankers and stuff. So, yeah, they, uh, back in the day, doing the. I did some arc welding. Yeah. In art school. Yes. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Big old. Uh... Didn't say I was good at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was much better at uh, Okay, that welding. explains the eye and the. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> no, Gilly's fully intact. I'm just kidding. So far. <laughs> so far. From the outside. Um, so, uh, what are you diving into? Oh, yeah. Well,. Since it's been a while, and rather than sort of a deep dive, I'll call it a broad dive because, or a broad swim, how we say it, just because there are a lot of topics that came up in the intervening sort mm-hmm. of weeks since yeah, we've totally. been on. And I guess just to say that it struck me like how well suited in a lot of ways podcasts are for covering very, you know, Nuanced topics or, you know, or even simple seeming topics in a very nuanced sort of way. And you can get a variety of takes and a variety of sort of angles and ways to look at these issues or these, you know, events. So, for example, I, I guess I was thinking, you know, big things that 
had uh, had come up over the previous weeks. The again, the opioid epidemic. There was a lot. There were a number of episodes or or podcasts just specifically detailing the sort of origins history of the uh, opioid epidemic. And I think in the wake of lawsuits and protests against the Sackler family, specifically, again going back to their you know museums have been. You know, considering taking their names off of yeah. uh, uh, areas, giving back uh, donations or and, and again, communities protesting mm-hmm. against them. So looking at uh, that, uh, you know, their involvement, their you know, rise in in terms of writing the, you know, the wealth that, you know, how they grew the wealth from Oxycont and how growth in their company, Purdue Pharma, it correlates with, if not, you know, actively caused much of uh, what we're seeing in terms terms of the problems of the modern opioid epidemic and uh, also looking at the connections with the current opioid epidemic to the you know the heroin epidemic in the 70s and you know and then in history before you know how you know when opium was introduced through morphine in the civil war and how you know during reconstruction that was you know a huge problem with uh, soldiers coming home thus introducing heroin which was supposed to be less addictive than morphine and so right. on and so and forth and then was a huge problem with soldiers <laughs> coming home in Vietnam exactly so in a way it's like the desire to deal opium or opioids <laughs> has existed for a long time. People have known it was a moneymaker for a long time. And right. its introduction seems to coincide with, oh, but this time it's non-addictive. And right. lo and behold, anyway. So there are uh, a number of podcasts that dealt with that and just other subjects I'll quickly touch on. Ilan Omar and uh, talking yes. about Israel and American politics and just, you know, and, and talking about, you know, being able to talk about that, how, you know, both in terms of using language, but also in terms of just, you know, policy and understanding and doing so, you know, with an eye to history, but also with an eye to an eye towards, you know, you know, being able to really grapple with it at a real level. So, And I think something that I heard on a couple of podcasts in the last week was people sort of using the way that presidential candidates have talked about Ilhan Omar as Mm -hmm a kind of litmus test for those candidates. Like if you're just going to make a sort of measured like 9-11 was terrible Mm -hmm. and also it is okay to be Muslim. Like if you're just going to make sort of this blanket statement as opposed to kind of dealing specifically with her case and and in a way like looking at like – Without recognizing like this is someone who is a congressperson Mm -hmm. and is dealing with like – decades and decades of Mm anti-Muslim sentiment, Mm -hmm. violence against Muslims. She's also an immigrant, refugee immigrant, uh, you know, from Sudan. And so she's from Sudan. I don't know if she's from Sudan. No, 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 I'm I'm, I'm a mistake. I might be mis- I'll have That's to okay. Look that up. So I'll just mistake. Google it. Right now. <laughs> Googleian. Oh, oh, thank you, Googleian. Um, <laughs> but you know, uh, yeah, and uh, the fact that you know, in, in a way, there's sort of this sort of gaslighting kind of criticism in the you know, again from uh, many on the right who have you know, calling out you know, racism and so forth, or you know, or anti-Semitism, and you know, but not at the same time not calling out the you know the People on the in their own community yeah. and on you know their own political persuasion, kind yeah. of saying very similar things. If not, you know, we're saying actually intentionally damaging things. Right, right. You know, so and the amount of death threats that she is 
dealing with. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's unacceptable. And I mean, you'd think that any politician receiving death threats or, you know, that would just be, you know, okay. Yeah, there's politics, but this is a non-starter. We respect, you know, that kind of thing. But no. Although there are politicians who I wouldn't mind, like, you know, feeding them to a dragon. (laughs) Obviously, she's not one. Um, And she is uh, Somalian. Yeah, Somalian. Oh, she's from Somalia. Yeah, 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 so my mistake. No. So, but, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's, well, again, it's just, again, important with as, as we look at, uh, you know, people who have experienced, you know, the problem being, you know, experienced being a refugee, you know, looking at, you know, the policy that, are, you know, is coming from the executive office <laughs> you know, right. towards refugees. Right. You know, yeah, it becomes a way, in a, in a sense of, Having these, having various cudgels, you know, mm-hmm. and, and without really a nuanced understanding of, you know, right. what, you know, or ignoring the sort of nuances of the actual issues, they really become a way to sort of squelch people's voices. And so, mm-hmm. Old Town Road, <laughs> the song. Oh my God. It's so many podcasts. <laughs> so many podcasts touch on it. And, and, it, but again, it, it seemed like, okay, you know, the song that I wasn't even going to listen to, I was like, eh, whatever, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take me down the road. I, being an old, being an old curmudgeon, as a hip hop fan. Like, oh, the artist's name is Lil Nas X. And it's like, okay, first let's work on the name. All the kids love Lil. Lil. The Lil's, yeah, Talu Kweli put that in the song much more eloquently than when it was talking about little this and little that. <laughs> it's just like, come on. But that aside, I actually gave it to listen and, you know, enjoyed it and also, you know, f- could feel it both as, you know, kind of as he classified it, country trap or, you know, trap country. Yeah. And it had strong country elements and it, which then, you know, Given the reaction to it from Billboard and from mm-hmm. others in the country community, S- stupid. Well, just the stupid reaction is that, is what that I'm you saying. know okay yeah yeah oh oh we'll t- we're t- no we're taking it back now <laughs> so yeah. you know they're yeah, yeah. embracing it fully at first and then saying nope <laughs> on second thought and but it seriously you know kind of raises a question about well who gets to actually make country music right and, and right. Uh, uh, where does how, country music come from where does in it the come? first place? <laughs> yeah. And and then looking at the, you know, if you're looking at the history of different types of music, I mean, yeah. also look at the history of the music industry with right. respect to race and right. you know, its exactly. role it played in segregation, sort of categorizing certain genres as quote unquote race music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. so it seems like a simple topic because ah, it's just a silly song that came up, but it no, digs yeah. into a lot of issues that, you know, you know, lie that, you know, lie just beneath the surface. I and, was kind of happy for a little, a little Nas X. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, well, this level of controversy is just going to bring more people to yeah. your work. Yep. You know, Billy Ray Cyrus is doing, doing the remix, doing yeah. a remix with him. Which is also, yeah, I can't, I, I, I'll give it to fine. him. That's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and the, gave Billy Ray some added new, <laughs> new shine. He's like, eh, oh, well, Miley's not getting all the shine now. That is <laughs> <laughs> in the spotlight. <laughs> um, yeah. And it, it, a couple of people on, you know, these were all kind of, I feel like our greatest hits podcasts mm-hmm. all talked about this a bit. Right. But then someone brought up Daddy Lessons by Beyonce, which also I mm. think was nominated for a country right. music yeah, award. Yeah, and then they yeah. said, no, no, yeah. you can't 
you can't have this mm-hmm. in this category. Yeah. My spin class this teacher mm-hmm. uh, loves hip hop. Like mm-hmm. it's mostly what she plays, and she but she played Daddy Lessons one day mm-hmm. in class after Lemonade first came out, yeah. and I was like, this song rules. I'm like, this is so <laughs> great. And then I was like, right. Beyonce's from Texas. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, like, Come on. That, that's it's like, not like we're not all exposed to country music in our lives, but right. like, especially growing up in the South. Yeah. And that's where, isn't Lil Nas X from? Yeah, he's from, he's from Georgia. It's so, like, yeah, don't, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, it's like, you can't just, you know, no one person, you know, you can't just claim that and or to claim that, that there's one kind of country heritage of one kind of southern heritage right, or whatever, right. You know, which uh right you know that gets me to one of my non-cast things which i'll we'll talk about later but uh yeah you know so many many ways that 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 particular episode in music comments on our culture yeah more widely yeah finally again i won't go into it now but like I'll add a list of sort of a listening uh, list for the Mueller report finally coming out. There, I just took a sip of coffee. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I was wondering if that was on your list. I was waiting for you to just <laughs> over the keyboard. In front of me. Oh, we need to wipe down. <laughs> That's why I waited for you to take the sip of coffee. I, I said earlier too, I'm not going to drink anything when we record today because the last episode I could hear myself drinking water and got really grossed out. Uh, and then I just mindlessly picked up this cup and started drinking. Gillian Bell, our new sound effects package. Glug, glug, glug. That's right. No. <laughs> so, yeah, with the Mueller report coming out, there are a lot of sort of recaps and reviews and so forth. But there are also some there were a couple podcasts that were like just a re- there was one that was a reading of the executive summary. It, you know, it was yeah. like a half an hour or yeah. whatever just for reading the executive summary specifically. And, you know, was there like Robert Evans commentary or yeah. were there quips? No, it, it, not, I, not how with that did you one. do that? How did you make it through? I read it yeah. and that was painful. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe listen I think to having it read to you <laughs> was a little bit more. Is it like when I had to read the red badge of courage for school and <laughs> you got the audio book? I got the audio book instead. <laughs> Nice, nice. I was like, I can't. Every page just feels so heavy. Uh oh, your yeah. grade's going to get changed in retrospect. <laughs> now you might have to. Consult. I'm like, no, I think that teacher's no longer a teacher. Yeah. Okay, oh, okay, low retired. Teacher. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Well. well. <laughs> Rest in peace, Gillies, uh, English teacher. <laughs> I don't remember which teacher it is. <laughs> but last night I had a Lyft driver who was who went to my high school, and the oh. whole ride we talked about our favorite teacher. We had oh, like really? the same favorite teacher and the same <laughs> unfavorite teacher, least favorite teacher. Uh, anyway, nice. Yeah. And it was I, yeah. Anyway, it was that teacher who assigned me the red badge. Oh, really? I cut you uh, off. We're talking about something much more important. Oh, uh, no, no, no. The Mueller Report. Yeah, Mueller Report. So, the I impact mean, is going to be felt so, I don't think, at all. But I, that's okay. Well, yeah. I, this will be the topic of discussion nothing for better. the next several months, I'm sure. Yeah, well, for not even next several months. It should be the, uh, I mean, it's going to be the topic of discussion 
pretty much through <laughs> uh, into the next election yeah. cycle. So into yeah, forever and and ever. Yeah, yeah. In history, it'll be interesting to see then. You know, twenty years from now, how people look back at us and say, "God, you were stupid." But yeah. Um, but yeah. In any case, there are a number of podcasts this week that documented its release and you know had commentary about it. So I'll just set up a list in the show notes. Okay. So I'll, yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, cool. Another thing that happened this week, and I listened to a lot of podcasts about it, was that Game of Thrones came back. Uh-huh. Um, yes. <laughs> and I feel like the show has just kind of gotten stupider, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know when it – like, I really I, – I read all the books mm. and enjoyed them mm. until they got super boring. I'm being a jerk. <laughs> I love the show. I think the first season was like incredible and just the uh, way they kind of took took you like this is the main character and then did mm, a little bait and switch on yeah, you. Yeah. So I listened to probably four or five podcasts all <laughs> talked about the first the you know the first, first episode of the season and kind yeah. of how it fits in with the the mm-hmm. arc and and where are they going to take us with these six episodes yeah. because this, they got time to make up for so it's kind of the efficiency is coming yeah um, which is something they said on this one people podcast. gotta go yep. heads are coming off yeah. how are we getting from like king's landing to winterfell like so quickly well because right, right. we got it because we got to like move exactly. the story along <laughs> so yeah there's there's so many podcasts on mm-hmm. you know all over the the map but there's yeah. one i really like called a uh, storm of spoilers oh, and they yeah, have it yeah. broken up into the calm and the storms mm-hmm. the calm part is no spoilers and then mm-hmm. the storm part has the spoilers. <laughs> and yeah, the great rapport. The hosts have great rapport. I'm doing a report. Is that okay? That's fine. Yeah. The hosts are Dave Gonzalez, mm-hmm. Neil Miller, and Joanna Robinson. Yeah. Joanna's on like three, maybe yeah, yeah. She's four different. Prolific. Yeah. And I actually just bought a subscription to Vanity Fair oh, um, yeah. oh, because yeah. I'm reading all of her stuff. Article, and I was yeah. like, you know, I should throw them a few bucks. Mm-hmm. And also you get a tote bag. Oh, um, and so, yeah. So, yeah. So that's been a big one. And I also just like, I really like getting together to like watch something or yeah. getting together to share an experience. And that's Game of Thrones was like that for us a couple summers totally. ago with the hot dogs. And, oh, gosh. You know, yeah. With Weenie Wizard. No, yeah. We love you, Weenie Wizard. Rest There's in like peace to the E&O, little, which is, uh, yeah. <laughs> was the gathering spot yeah. formerly. But, yeah. They used to – Weenie Wizard is a couple of neighbors of our friend and they had like themed hot dogs um, mm, every so week. Oh, good. And um, <laughs> yeah. And they do the Game of Thrones theme. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, like so. dragony hot dogs, a lot of mm-hmm. spicy stuff. There was a a Theon hot dog that had some. Oh, it, it there was like an Iron Islands ones that had some. Oh, like the, yeah. had the little um, goldfish crackers yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, but then there right. was some Theon one with reference yeah, to yeah. Um, having your yeah, jaw yeah, cut well, off. Well, well. Um, <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. I think people at this point. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. Okay. Well, Game of Thrones spoilers ahead if, if you haven't <laughs> watched. Why would I? Yeah. No. Reward. Mm. But <laughs> anyhow. No, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. Just I like I like getting together and yeah. like doing a thing. You yeah. know, Kai, Kai's friend was like, oh, I have an extra ticket to the Avengers. And I was like, oh, I can't really I can't really go with your friend because <laughs> I have to go with our friends like, uh, as a group, uh, like the same people we've seen the last <laughs> five Avengers movies yeah, with. And uh, like, maybe I could do it twice, but I try, I really don't see those kinds of movies twice in the theater. Yeah. It's not my jam. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, thanks for um, taking the hit for it. Yeah. <laughs> 
love you yeah. too, Gilly. Yeah. <laughs> and the other sort of deep dive, like I, I listened to all and read all of the think pieces and listened to all of the podcasts about mm-hmm. the movie Us, Us. Yeah. which we saw together. Yeah, yeah, which is so many layers to appeal about it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, we, we how long, I don't know, we had a long, long text thread, like, the oh couple, my gosh, couple days text after. thread then turned into an email, email thread, right. and then, oh gosh, yeah, I just, a couple of people said, oh, you know, I wasn't that into it, sophomore mm-hmm. slump, blah, 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 and I'm like, you know, after you make a movie like Get Out, anything you do after is, that, like, is yeah. gonna be seen as... Yeah as a right, slump right and right. us was i thought it was incredible right, yeah. and i love sort of like taking pulling all the threads and figuring mm. out oh did this mean that did that mean this yeah. and whether whether it's true or not like there's so many much you can take from it and it, i've only seen it once mm-hmm. that's the kind of movie i would see right two or three times and it's not often that i see a movie that gives me a sleepless night afterward like Oof, you know yeah and i multiple for me i had yeah i had a couple definitely the first night and the night afterwards it was still a little rough <laughs> sleeping i mean i'm not like a heavyweight by any standards in terms of watching horror but you know like heredity gave me oh that was that was probably hereditary hereditary right yeah. yeah that that you know, yeah you know, gave me the worst thing in a while but yeah i mean and i think the reason us hit so hard or part of it was that there was that, where do you land in this? You, the viewer, how are you, mm-hmm. you know, as us, mm-hmm. <laughs> us, the audience yeah. watching, yeah. participating, choosing a side, how did you choose a side? And, and, and where, you know, like your allegiance, you know, yeah, did it fall with you know? Did it fall with the family? Did it fall with the main character? The other did family. it fall with the other? Which family did it fall with? You know all that. You know, Ooh. just so many. Uh, yeah. And 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 again, like as a comment on you know where we are today in society, and you know what we're doing for those in our society who you know kind of are living a tethered life. It's like the. Again, I, I mentioned uh, Ursula K. Le Guin's uh, short story, mm-hmm. the "One Who Walk Away from Omelas." It really, you know, had it was that story in long form in in a way yeah. because it did, you know, sort of in a way make you look at yourselves in terms of are you one who is going to stay in that society? Right. Or are you going to walk away from it? Or what do you do for that trapped person? Right. Uh, it's uh yeah yeah, uh, yeah so <laughs> so many good yeah we will definitely have to list some of the episodes for yeah that one definitely yeah, yeah. yeah even even the people who were more critical of it i still enjoyed listening to their takes yeah yeah and yeah. and you know so many different explanations for why was that there and someone thought it was mm-hmm. this and someone thought it was that and mm-hmm. yeah i'd love to talk about this movie with anyone who wants to talk about <laughs> it um, yeah well email us with your take on yeah. if you saw if you saw us and let us know what your take was on it or if you had any recommendations for you know reviews of any sort to be an article or video or something actually yeah, yeah. so one of the non-cast things I mentioned go for it has to we can okay yeah. so we'll move into non-cast so. non-cast because I already kind of did well my Game of Thrones thing Game of Thrones. related to a podcast yeah. but yes gotcha gotcha cool well I had uh, two things on my non-cast list one of them Actually, it relates to us. It relates to Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. There's a series on YouTube uh, formerly called Screen Prism is now mm-hmm. the take 
from Screen Prism to fantastic hosts, very knowledgeable about media and you know storytelling. And they changed the name of it to The Take because they, though they were focusing on film and uh, screen originally, they want to you know be able to cover other aspects of pop culture and genre and you know uh, storytelling. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they've. You know, they did one of their more recent uploads was a review or sort of a background on the symbolism of it within us and sort of some of the the, the meaning of, of of story elements in us and connecting it to lore as well as to what's going on in society mm. and you know kind of looking at it from a very broad scope and sure. so they do like fantastic sort of deep dives but they're deep but they still are kind of around the 20 minute mark so mm-hmm. not an extra long you know exhaustive watch so really well edited really well produced so well worth watching i shared a series i shared a couple series from yeah. them with you yeah. one of them was on it's basically their whole game of thrones series which is actually still going right now so like in, in preparation for season eight episode one i watched the videos that they released basically about the symbolism of the various houses within mm-hmm. Westeros and yeah, the non-houses. Yeah, that was interesting. It made me notice. Yeah. Yeah, different stuff. Uh, it was, it's, and they pull in, you know, they basically start with, by looking at the sigil, the colors. Right, the, all the iconography uh, the associated micro- with that house. It, exactly, yeah. and the house motto and how mm-hmm. that pulls into it. And so all that in, in terms of developing the character of the house. And then what the house itself symbolizes within the story within within story and within the story world mm-hmm. and connecting it to real world history historical events that George R. R. Martin was pulling from or influenced by mm-hmm. when he was writing them. So we should design some sigils. Sigils for a cast of thousands sure. sigil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think well I was thinking for ourselves, but oh, then for also <laughs> sure the podcast. Totally. So that was great. They did a similar thing, a similar series for the houses. I, I might have mentioned it before, but the, for the houses of uh, Gryffindor. Or for not the house of Gryffindor. For the houses <laughs> yeah, of the Harry yeah, Potter yeah, world, yeah. Gryffindor, of course, being when everybody wants to be in, but it's, you know, it's Harry's house, but <laughs> Hufflepuff rules. Um, and they do do the importance of Hufflepuff. And they actually are, do a very sympathetic take on Slytherin, which I, you know, again, it's like, okay, it's Slytherin, <laughs> but. Our dear friend, Dre, is, is a Slytherin. And it relates to that. Exa- anyway. yeah. And that. You know, and you gotta we, have a craft. We need Slytherin in yeah, the world, yeah. so yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it, they they really do a good job. So I yeah. recommend that highly. Yeah. So um, actually, well, I got one more, but you do. You, oh you. well, my last one is kind of silly, even though it's not silly at all. It's that I am getting into history. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm laughing, but it's true. Like I've finally realized, like I should maybe know things about wh- you know why I drink this. And I know things <laughs> exactly. You know, I was laughing because... why is that this way? You know, because yeah. partially because I just went on a trip and went to Ireland and went to London and sort of started figuring out. Oh, that was having the same time as this and. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. Right now I'm reading a lot of Wikipedia articles, but I've thought about, you know, expanding into books. Um, Mm -hmm. I will be visiting my local library. Um, So, I mean, like for a while, I I did a deep dive 
couple years ago on like the Romanovs and mm -hmm. Rasputin and things like mm -hmm. you know the Russian Revolution yeah, and yeah. so I tend to do these little dives into things yeah. but I'd really I'd like to kind of get a broader scope on world history because mm -hmm. I didn't take a history class after high school mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and yeah. it'd be it'd be a useful thing to do yeah, I, I, I mean <laughs> it's a, it's useful to learn about history I feel like I kind of pick things up because my my dad's a folklorist. My parents mm -hmm. were both studied anthropology. So, and yeah. Kai's dad is very into history as well. Mm -hmm. So, but um, I've always been much more interested, like from an art perspective in mm -hmm. modern art or, you know, even in, in college, I took a lot of like art since 1960, <laughs> art since 1980. And it was all like, you know, I could get into it from like feminist perspective because mm -hmm. that's like where these huge feminist movements took yeah, place and then yeah. while we were looking at art overseas i was like yeah you gotta like i gotta learn more about mm -hmm. like what was going on in the, in world, the world when this the piece of art from yeah. like 1642 was created and that's so, a great way in you know, yeah, a, yeah yeah like yeah art, also music great yeah. why i love having you on our trivia team because <laughs> I stuck in art history, <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, and I think it's key, like having having a way in, you know, yeah. is definitely it helps to make those connections, you know, a little deeper, a little stronger. So definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, whichever route. Well, I I have podcasts to recommend <laughs> that I've already recommended. So yeah, yeah, yeah. About it. But and, and I think we've uh, you covered a few of them on the show. Yes. But maybe as you start finding stuff, yeah, that'll be yeah. worth uh, you know sharing out. And yeah, saying, definitely. Hey. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Well, the last non-cast I was going to mention was a, a series that. It's history related because it's a series that's uh, running on PBS right now, two parter, but each part has two uh, episodes. But it's uh, on Reconstruction. Ooh. So, you know, I was. Shit. Yeah, yeah. And I was watching, I watched the first part earlier this week. And in watching it, it was like, well, damn, who needs Game of Thrones? <laughs> because right. instead of looking at a fictionalized version of War of the Roses, um, if you want the kind of intrigue, the the power grabbing, the duplicity mm -hmm. and the murder mm -hmm. <laughs> that was all present in the Reconstruction and we're still dealing with strong echoes of it right now and understanding you know how the lost cause narrative started to take hold and why you know uh, birth of a nation would have become mm -hmm. such a blockbuster film and yeah. what that led to in terms of you know the confederate statues being on you know public prop you mm -hmm. know public ground state capitals and so forth now you know and again you know, looking at you know who gets to claim, uh, take up space in country music and who gets mm -hmm. to take up space in the country literally is, mm -hmm. uh, you know, has been a you know standing question that we haven't like, unlike South Africa and other, you know, Rwanda, you know, we haven't had like a truth and reconciliation to right. really come to grips with that history right. in a way. So it sounds, you know, very much like a downer and if, you know, it's a downer, but it's, it's, an, it's one of those important, you know, kind of dives to take in history, especially as much as it affects our, you know, our public life and our narrative about ourselves as a country right now. So, yeah. yeah, I think I think the other thing to, for me is uh, we went to school. I, 
all of our textbooks were so skewed, as I'm、mm. sure textbooks these days are skewed, you know. But just learning things in this decade rather than learning things three decades ago,、mm. you know, there was a session here、um, at Brown about Rosa Parks, and it was like the myth of Rosa Parks、mm-hmm. as you know. This woman who was a seamstress and she was tired and she didn't、mm-hmm. want to give up her seat, but really she was, she was an, an activist. activist. And、yeah. that was the first time I heard that story in detail、yeah. about Rosa Parks and、mm-hmm. her husband and the like、mm-hmm. group she was part of. And、yeah. as like、oh. she was going through the South documenting rape cases.、Yep. In, yeah, yeah. yeah. The fact、mm-hmm. that like you know the group of activists that she worked with were heavily armed,、mm-hmm. and for good reason.、Yep. And, and yeah, and I was like, wow, it took me. Forty years to learn that、yeah. story, so that's、yeah. another piece of history. Learning history now is kind of exciting because yeah, they're they're not as、uh, not. I guess we're not looking at it through the le- like the lens of、mm-hmm. like solely white male,、yeah. you know, people who have access had access to write books and get published. Yeah, and and I think in terms of that sort of delicate sensibility to being a. Uh, also, getting a little less precious about that. Oh yeah.、Uh, at least if, if 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 the increasing vulgarity of our,、yeah. of our discourse has to have some benefit, you know, definitely taking off the rose-colored glasses、yeah. and you know saying let's be real about what、uh, yeah we're getting closer to it because I mean there's still some things there's still those ser- sensitive areas that people aren't willing to prod、sure. yet or yeah still being kind of put out of view so. It,、uh, We do well to kind of <laughs> take that look and、yeah. take that honest look. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Yay.、Uh, well, I guess、uh, that that was a lot. That was a lot. We covered a lot of ground today. I know. <laughs> Fast talking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for listening. Yeah. I think we're five episodes in now,、mm-hmm. which is exciting. That's really exciting. Yeah. yeah is it five or three?、Uh, or, Five. Is、or、it five, five or three? Or five or four? I mean, <laughs> I think. I think it's five. It's five. Okay. No, it might be. It、four. might be. It might be <laughs> four like full episodes, and then maybe five actual things on. I'm going、site. back to look. No, <laughs> we、that. don't know. <laughs> well, we've recorded. We recorded some that we never released、That's、for、true. various yeah, reasons. Yeah. You know, real so, controversial and all that. <laughs>、um, you know, we're just a hot bit of country. So we have three full episodes, one bonus episode, and a teaser. So this、oh. this would be full episode number four, but episode three for season one officially. Because we call our first full episode <laughs> season one, one episode, episode zero. Seasons it was season one episode.、Zero? Yes, yeah, which okay, I question. Yeah, yeah. I question that. It's like on your first birthday, you don't turn zero. That's. Yeah, I mean, wait, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> on your first birthday, you turn one.、So、you turn. Yeah. So, well, so never mind. Birthday, I don't even know why、zero. I got into this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the day of your episode, but I'm like, it's just confusing because I keep wanting to be like, oh, it's our fifth episode, episode five, but that's not true, right? It's our fifth full yeah, episode. It's our fifth full episode. It's our what? Oh my、I、gosh! Don't our aren't you all so glad we're, we're talking about this? <laughs> we'll get it figured out, and then we'll、uh, make、you're、sure. You're right. You're right. We'll make sure the one, right the、way. second one was the raisins one, yeah, and the third one was the boobs one, <laughs> yes, and this one. <laughs> Will be the one where we talked about how many episodes, <laughs> and how we don't know how many episodes. <laughs> oh well, named, so named. <laughs>
Well, thank you so much for this is the 420 episode. Aren't aren't you aren't you glad you Ooh, stuck with chong. us? <laughs> like what else is pot references? Those too long didn't listen, folks. You know they're missing out. That's all, right. All this great uh. missing out on my version of Old Town Road. You know, come yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. So you can reach out to us. Uh, let us know what you think. Give us your recommendations. Yes. Um, at castopods, C-A-S-T-O-P-O-D-S yes. at gmail.com. We are also at castopods uh, on Instagram. Instagram and Twitter. Right. Yep. And we have a Facebook page, mm-hmm. A Cast of Thousands yes. podcast. Yeah. And please rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really will help people find the show. Yes. And that's exciting to us. Mm-hmm. And reach out with your recommendations. Absolutely. Again, tell us in addition to the episodes and, or, or shows themselves, just tell us why they moved you in particular, why you connected with them. And uh, also, yeah, you know, if you know, whenever you reach out to us or if you're new to reaching out to us, let us know. We'd be curious to know how you got into podcasts and what some of your favorites are, too. Awesome. Yeah. So, so our music our music is by Black Bottom Collective uh, folks out of Detroit who uh, created a great album called People Mover which you can check out on uh, various sources I believe uh, definitely Spotify? on Spotify yes and our logo is by Sam Holland our good friend and you know very uh, stellar graphic designer soon to be neighbor of mine <laughs> yes yes so wild. Yay. and recording engineering is done by, by well by gilly bell today primarily <laughs> getting us situated on the uh you know the dual microphone chip which hopefully uh you know we can uh, hear the difference in stereo <laughs> that's right two stereo, mics stereo. <laughs> <laughs> and by Lose Inosu as well well thank you i do my best I, I i was able to select and hit delete so <sighs> That's yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, you better just take this mess. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you all, and see you next time. Awesome.